0: This is Comic Shanigans, episode 692, Comic <laughs> <laughs> hey, no Talk. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 692, and it's a bit of a comic talk episode. Uh, This is kind of displacing our originally scheduled programming. It was supposed to be a a conversation with a a new guest to the show to uh, kind of do a retrospective on uh, Walt Simonson's amazing Thor run, looking at the first half of it, basically, I think, and concluding around issue 355. Um, Unfortunately, we had to postpone that, mostly due to me. Um, I'm a crazy person. I am about to uh, depart for uh, the baseball All-Star game, including and it's gonna be a very packed three or four days away. And uh, I had a packed day on the Saturday, the 6th of July, as I, rec- as I start recording. And uh, I stupidly scheduled it for that evening, and I am totally fried. And I was like, you know what? This is not gonna be a great conversation. Uh, I wanna be able to really spend time on it to make sure that we. Really do justice to the work by the great Walt Simonson on Thor, so we've postponed that, so that'll be an an upcoming episode. I don't know exactly which episode or when it's going to end up hitting. I know roughly when we're going to record it, but I don't know exactly when it's going to end up airing, so that is something that is coming down the line. Um, But I did want to make sure we had uh, an episode this week uh, before I take off. Um, and our next non-reviews episode will be a, a kind of a postponed or at least late um, episode looking at Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, but I did want to have a, an episode today, and I thought of doing a Comic Talk episode. I actually had a specific topic in mind, but I didn't know what to call it because... So I don't know if... I, I, I did a recent... Ep- two episodes in the past year with uh, Eric Anthony of the Amazing Cape of Solitude podcast, and we on those episodes went through the kind of the Marvel book catalog of all the trades basically coming up mostly this year. I can't remember the exact periods we looked at, but it was most of the trades that were coming out this year. I think it was like April to October or something like that. Anyways. And I, I, I recall coming across a few trade paperbacks there and, and really drawing attention to them. The fact that there was these collections that were specifically saying, I think in the original solicitation copy, what issues that were included, but it was the idea that you were getting kind of these budget priced new graphic novel collections of books that were relatively old ages or new reader friendly and it seemed like a really great concept and i think since those episodes i now have three of them um one the minute it was announced. I think it was originally supposed to be a regular size, and then it ended up being in this kind of new budget format. And I don't know what to call it. Whenever it gets solicited, it's usually GN-TP. Um, which I guess Graphic novel tree Paperback. But it's not like it's a specific program. Like, the Epic Collections, uh, all that kind of stuff, you know, people have documented it on, on uh, Wikipedia. There's so many pages to find mappings, and people are always talking about these things on Marvel Masterworks Forum. I actually haven't gone deep to actually see if anyone's really come up with a name for these things, or if there's an actual dedicated name for the line i find it interesting that there doesn't seem to be a, a name for the line anyways um i started picking these up a lot My the first one i picked up so i should say there are a bunch of these it's hard to know exactly how many um it would appear that there's either there are two miss marvels or there's about to be a second miss marvel there's currently one spider-man loves mary jane volume and uh, soon to be a second one and there's spidey um which is a book I really liked when it came out. And I think that's it for now. There's a, apparently the Unstoppable Wasp Girl Power. So again, there's a bunch of these collections. Now what they are, um, they are budget-priced. So instead of being your typical you know, price point, like Spidey, for example, collects issues 1 to 12 of the recent Spidey series from a couple years ago, from by Robbie Thompson, with work by Nick Bradshaw, Andre Lima Arehu, uh, Nathan Stockman, Jim Campbell, Rochelle Rosenberg, and Hava Taraglia. Or, or Taraglia, sorry, I should say. So... Anyways, it's super cool and uh, a lot of fun. It's a I, I really enjoyed the series, and I was definitely a big fan of it. And I, you know, I don't have the singles anymore, but I have it all digitally. Anyways, then they come out with these collections. So collections, the entire twelve issue run for only twelve ninety nine US. You cannot beat that. It's a dollar an issue. For a relatively recent series, and a, a pretty good one. Um, it's not in continuity, so it you know, may not always work for everybody, but I just thought it was such a fun book that really filled me with joy to read it, and it had its own kind of continuity within itself. Um, so I, I picked it up being like, you know, I really enjoyed this book. This is a great you know, it's 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 not quite the same size as your typical trade paperback. It's bigger than the old digest versions from what 15 years ago that were kind of really big at the time with like Spider Girl and stuff. All we'll had these digest versions that were much smaller, kind of like the Archie Digest. But these are these are kind of halfway between. Uh, but they're nice and thick. You get 12 issues of content for only $13, and you know it it, it looks great. Again, it's slightly smaller than you're used to seeing, so the work's a little bit more compressed than in a typical comic book. But otherwise, I mean. This is some good stuff, and it 's got some fun uh, bonus material. there's like art process pages There's, in most, most of these uh, volumes, that you also have a you know, kind of an introducing Marvel Rising few pages at the end to kind of uh, try and get people to read that, which is not a bad idea to kind of you know give people a sampling of something else that you're kind of trying to try out for younger readers Anyways, so I really liked Spidey. And I always liked Spidey, but now I was actually, you know, able to kind of sit down with my son and actually read it with him. And he was loving it. He just thought, because it was, it was fun. It didn't, you didn't need to know anything else. You could just kind of jump in and enjoy it. Um, so that was the the first of this kind of these lines. Now I say that, again, I wish that they had uh, some sort of codified line identifier like i was recording the intro to this podcast episode and i couldn't think of what to call it the gntps like that that's not a line that's you know budget budget books that that could Mean a lot of other things that it's not just what I'm talking about, so I found it frustrating. But so like I have this Spidey freshman year, and it's great. And again, so nice to read with my son. And then I, I again, when I think of, when I first kind of discovered that there was going to be more of these when I was going through this thing with Eric Anthony, and that there's also these Miss Marvel ones, um, which you can enjoy as well. And again, like I think, especially with like Miss Marvel, obviously this is a character who has a lot of you know not continuity because I mean it's a new character but they're obviously people love Miss Marvel I love Miss Marvel I think miss Marvel is amazing so now we have these collections I wish that they were I mean I think they, they, they don't always specify exactly what issues that are in them but there's a like a Miss Marvel Kamala, Kamala Khan paperback that came out again same price point 1299 us uh, that came out in February this year again part of this this new line. And, you know, it was, it. it, I don't have this one. Uh, this one, it says it only has 120 pages, but it would appear that that's not correct. Um, and it's, it looks like I'm looking at an Amazon review published April 22nd. Okay. So it's not, it's not, it has the wrong page count. Good. I assumed as much. It actually has the first two, uh, six paper, six issue trade paperbacks or five issue trade paperbacks of the original. uh, trades in Ms. Marvel, so uh, you're getting a lot of content there, and for a relatively new character, which is pretty cool, and, you know, this one is actually part of real, con- uh, I say real continuity, but you know what I mean, like, Spidey was its own thing, so having these collections, like, it wasn't necessarily going to drive people to read more, um, but here, it's different. Because this this character exists in the Marvel universe and has adventures, and uh, it, this isn't kind of a, a, its own thing. Um, there's a second volume of uh, Miss Marvel, which I guess actually just came out June twenty fifth, um, which collects I guess the next twenty issues or whatever. Um, which again pretty cool you know but budget priced i wish that again the descriptions on amazon would would feature exactly what issues were are in them they have a nice spine um you know it's a little red marvel logo at the top and then uh, just all white background and then just the name of the book in a different color i'm colorblind so i can't tell all the colors but just know it's there and then like kind of a funny fun little icon at the bottom um to, to represent the character um so again, like uh, that I know of, there's the two Miss Marvels. There's Metamorphosis, sorry, Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel Metamorphosis, and Miss Marvel uh, Kamala Khan. There's the Unsp- Unstoppable Wasp, Girl Power, uh, which again, this one came out in April, at least through Amazon. Uh, I'm not sure exactly which issues are included here but um yeah that's there and then uh, then we have the ones that other ones that i have in my hand right now which include moon girl and Devil dinosaur which uh i was at a comic book store in philadelphia and i think i forgot that they were going to be making one of these because it does on the face of it kind of seem like a, a weird choice but i guess not again they're trying to make uh more accessible you know comics um That people can kind of jump into and enjoy and are new reader friendly and maybe... Maybe I, I I don't think of it this way, but I guess you know it could be that this is something that maybe girls would like as well, like not just not just you know your typical boy comic book reader. I don't know. Maybe that's completely sexist, but um, you know I gotta say like I love Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. I've enjoyed that book since the beginning, but I've never really thought about reading it with my son or like I, and I've I've usually just kind of bought it digitally and I don't really like having to show him screens as much as I sometimes need to. So, when I was in Philly, I, I saw this. I'm like, oh, you know, I should I should pick this up. So, I've picked up Moon Girl and Double Dinosaur. So, this came out I guess February this year. So, actually in terms of um, its release date, one of the earlier ones uh, to be released has the first 12 issues of the Moon Girl and Double Dinosaur series and uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, I mean, I, I already enjoyed this this series from the beginning. It has uh, adorable artwork um, you know, a really strong sense of characterization. I really like Lunella Lafayette as a character. They always play her as being a child, like she's super smart and definitely thinks that she's, you know, kind of better than the kid that she actually is. But um, I've always enjoyed it and it's such a it's a fun zany adventure sometimes. So once I saw this again in a very kind of kid friendly format in terms of the size. Again you can't beat the price point, 1299 US with their 12 issues. So I was like, you know what, let's get this a shot. So I literally just received it ...in the mail today. Um, So I sat down with my son, uh, Zachary, and we started reading the first two issues, and he loved it. Um, He was laughing at the jokes... Um, he's really, cause I had shown him briefly that like, I think the, the end of like issue, I don't know, 30 something, um, and just saying, oh, this is this girl who's super smart and she's got a, a, you know, kind of a pet dinosaur that sometimes they accidentally swap brains and then they're in each other's bodies. That's actually a great premise for a child. And why didn't I think of it earlier to be like, Zach, you should enjoy this with me. But I didn't. So now I have this, this, you know, again, this, this great sized trade paperback, Um, that I can enjoy with him and I can leave it in his room and he can flip through it and I don't have to worry about there being anything inappropriate here. Um, This is just a it's a very fun, silly book but it's one that I know that he can read without having to worry about it. I'm curious about picking up the Unstoppable uh, Wasp one now because I can't remember exactly which issues are in it it's not like she had just a specific book like she's had different miniseries, I think I can't even remember now. And then the last one I haven't mentioned of the ones I have, so I have again, Spidey, Girl and Devil Dinosaur and the Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane. Now I'm a huge fan of the series right from when it was originally running. Like, I think I missed the first two Mary Jane series, but those was up in trade which again were in the original digest form and then i started buying the single issues when it was retitled or relaunched as spider girl sorry spider-man loves mary jane and i just loved it and i know my wife liked it and it was just you know you had some superhero stuff but a lot of it was just soap opera but it worked and uh i really enjoyed it so i picked it up in this new format i think i originally um put in a pre-order for it not knowing what size it was going to be before i even knowing that this this new kind of template existed for uh collecting these these types of issues um but I, I bought it as uh, you know, thinking it was going to be a Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane complete collection, which I guess, according to Sean McKeever, sounds like it was originally supposed to happen, and then it was kind of canceled and kind of replaced with this instead. I'm okay with it. Um, when I got it, my wife's like, "Is that for me?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, it's for you." You know, like it's kind of funny that you know, Spidey is is for me, but also for my son. And Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur is definitely for me, but also my son. So I share those with them. And then Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane is for is for my wife. And there's going to be at least two volumes of Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane because I think that's as much as you need to cover everything. Um, it's interesting again, you know, to see which ones are going to have other volumes. So there's going to be hopefully more Moon Girl and Double Dinosaur, although none of it's on Amazon pre pre order yet. Um, but at least for Spider-Man: Liz Mary Jane, there is, and so you're already going to be able to have the entire Spider-Man: Liz Mary Jane series out very soon, and you can enjoy that that whole soap opera again. There's some nice little extras on the back of the issues in terms of some process art, etc., and some other covers. Um, I'm such a big fan of this new kind of imprinter, this new um, you know. Publishing a concept for some of these, you know, reader friendly books that, um, you know, a way to get more issues into people's hands. It's not quite the typical size, so maybe that's kind of an enticement. It's not quite digest, but large, uh, but smaller than your typical comic book collection. And I'm really, I'm really digging this. Um, and they look really nice together. When you put all three volumes together that I have, um, it kind of makes me want to have the Kamala ones, although I, I don't need them. I have it all digitally, and I have the original, sing- uh, sorry, the original trade paperbacks of the entire uh, Miss Marvel run. But I kind of want these uh, these cool budget volumes. It's not like it's a huge out-of-pocket expense. I mean in Canadians around 15 16 bucks and you get 12 issues and then I can kind of put all these things together so it's making me think about getting the two miss Marvels um, that exist right now and also getting the um, the uh, the wasp one just so I can have kind of all six volumes and they're great and like I would give this to my niece I would give it to my nephew I would give it to kids I would give it to adults like this is some Easy, fun reading. Um, the kind of it scratches a few different itches that aren't your prototypical superhero comics. Obviously, Moon Girl is a superhero, and so is Spidey. Especially Spidey, he's more m- much more mainstream than the rest. And again, Miss Marvel is a superhero too, but it's different. It's not your typical superheroes. It's telling a different type of superhero story. Um, Anyway, so I I just kind of wanted to go on a little bit of a rant about that before I go away on vacation. Um, These are some great books. You should pick them up. I cannot say enough nice things about Moon Girl and Level Dinosaur. My brother-in-law Paul always uh, rolls his eyes whenever I talk about it just because he's like, oh, come on, Moon Girl and Level Dinosaur. I'm like, yeah, it's freaking amazing. Um, And especially, again... You read these, these all volumes I have, and you can't help but have a smile on your face. And if you have a younger reader in your life, you can share them. And again, not having to worry about any of the content. I mean, I love Amazing Spider-Man, but I can't always share it with my son. Some of the stuff that happens in Hunted kind of creepy or you know dark and not really kid-appropriate. But uh, these volumes, I'm not worried at all. It's extremely kid-appropriate, and it's fun and vibrant. The artwork is very energetic. Not that regular comic books don't have good artwork either, but there's just a certain simplicity here that I would find is a little bit more cartoony and a little bit more, again, depending on which volume you're looking at, but a little bit more kid-appropriate and kid-friendly and really kind of jumping out, whereas sometimes... Our comic books are, you know, sometimes strive towards trying a little bit more realism or not quite being as cartoony and crazy. Anyways, that is our episode for today. Thank you for joining me for this quick uh, off the cuff comic talk episode. You can reach me at comic shenanigans at gmail.com. You can rate and review the show on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Our next reviews episode will be up in a couple of days, and our uh, next non reviews episode will be up either Thursday or Friday of next week, which I guess puts it at, what, the 11th or the 12th of July. Thanks so much, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.